Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, ready. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Before we get started, we're going to take care of some business. Uh, business as follows. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter handle. That comes natural pod. And iTunes. Uh, like. Subscribe, share, comment, do all those things, all of, all of that stuff. And I promise for the, uh, I promised last week the whole Facebook Messenger thing. It's actually not working yet, so the instructions are coming soon. So just keep an eye on the Facebook page for that. Um, but that's it for that business. I streamlined it um, this week, so you're welcome. Um, but we'll start the show properly this time. Comes naturally, we are. Joe. Cody. Ah, Mike's yeah. long-winded. Uh, just kidding. Mike's not here. It's just uh, the two of us. And uh, welcome back, Joe. Thank you. From being half dead last week. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you were. Never get that cold. Whatever that was. Yep. Don't, don't get it. Don't ever get the, the, the HIV-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. It's not good. Es no bueno, as they say somewhere um yeah so do you want to continue you want to do with a planned thing that mike and i were going to do which is ruin covenant for everybody that's what i figured we'd do Alrighty, go for it first off almost everyone dies so get that out of the way um pretty sure i can predict that by the beginning of the next movie everybody's gonna be dead yeah Yes, bad things are going to happen. Um, so don't trust anyone named David. No. Um, They're untrustworthy. Well, let's put it like this. Half the time, half the, the androids we've seen in the Alien franchise have been bad. So let's just not trust them. Yeah, AI bad. Yeah. And if you have AI, limit that AI and make sure that AI can't change those limits. Yeah. That's what Alien, that's what really Scott is really trying to teach us. That and aliens are bad. Um, it's also teaching us that the even the good androids die. Yes. Yeah, if you're good, you will die. Mm-hmm. So, A, don't trust androids. B, limit what androids can do. So limit, limit what AI can do. And C... Don't if, be a good uh, android. Yeah, if you're an android, don't be good because you will die. Mm-hmm. But don't be bad because you're a dick. Yeah. So, there you go. Boom, there's your PSA for that. Um, so, for those who haven't seen it, uh, we are going to spoil stuff. So, if you don't want it spoiled for you, turn this off. Um, and if you don't care about spoilers, go ahead and listen in, because we're going to talk some shit about yeah. what's going on here. Uh, first off, we'll go with impressions. 
or thoughts, as you will. Uh, Joseph, what were your thoughts slash impressions of Alien Covenant? I thoroughly loved this movie. Uh, it had a uh, the weird uh, melding of uh, what would be aliens. And, Which is Alien 2. Yeah, and Prometheus, you know, where you had, like, you still had all the engineers, and you had that more, I guess I would say, cleaner look to all the ships and everything, and more high-tech look to it. But you still had, like, the fucking weaponry and and the ability to actually semi-fight back yep. that you had in the Alien uh, Aliens movie. Uh, I don't know, beyond that, I mean, it was just, it was freaking gorgeous. I mean, Ridley Scott really knows how to shoot uh, scenery and just, it's just fucking gorgeous. Uh, this was done in 3D, right? We didn't watch it in 3D. This was done in 3D and we yeah. have not, I have not seen it in 3D. I've seen it twice. There's not a whole lot. I mean, I, I know like the, the the wide out shots would be really nice in 3D, and there's definitely within the uh, the I guess you'd call it the little city right there uh, would have been phenomenal in 3D. But With there's the nothing. Depth, yeah, for yeah, sure. There's not really anything as far as the alien that I can think of that would have been good in 3D. The no, because most of the shots of the alien were quick. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Which is just a uh, just a way to do that. Which is, I mean, yeah, they're quick creatures. You don't want to put them on the uh, screen for too long. Yeah, for screen for too long. Cause there was a lot. There was a few longer shots, uh, like him crouched prone. I guess you could say, with all in all fours. But it, I say him. It. But it's the one that we see from the trailer. Is you're talking yeah, about. the yeah. one where the drool. Like that's like the longest shot I can think of, other than the close up shot of the neomorph uh, talking. I guess to David. We'll get to that, but yeah, I, that was a pretty long shot um, of it. There was a couple scenes. When I say long shots, I'm not saying like, oh, it was two minutes. It's like a good 15, 20 seconds. Long enough for you to see shit on it, which A, will creep you out, and B, make you not want to be in that world. Yeah. Uh, I said, it's funny, I'll say this. So I said, uh, people at work were asking me, oh, what would you think of it? I was like, well, I thought it was amazing. Um, but I'll tell you this, like what I was like, if anyone ever discovers a God particle like this, I'm going to commit suicide. Yeah. Like that, done. Just... That's another good thing about the movie is that it, it does explain a lot from Prometheus where Prometheus kind of just introduced you to the engineers and it asked more questions than it answered, but that's kind of how it was set up. And I know that's a problem that uh, a lot of people had with the first movie, whereas this one you end up answering a lot of questions. You're still left with a few that we'll get into uh, once we get into the movie. Uh, but at least it, it tells the origin story of the Xenomorph as we know it. Yep. And it explains uh, a bit more about what the goo is, Yep. where it comes from, what it was for. And, and how whatnot. it works. Yeah, and how it works. Yeah. So that's um, my impression. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. What's yours? Um, I liked it a lot. I mean, I saw it twice, and um, and if our Dolby Cinema was getting those pins, I would definitely go see it a third time. Um, mainly because Dolby Cinema is dope, uh, and those pins look rad as fuck. Um, but the um, my overall impression is I I think this, I think it actually helps Covenant be a more solid movie. 
and I'll explain what I mean by that. I love cover. I, I love Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah. So I made Prometheus more of a uh, a solid movie. I love Prometheus. I was one of the 19 people who actually thought it was a good movie. Um, but the one thing though that like that movie had this one doesn't have is that I think the overall overall terror that you feel. Uh, so in Prometheus, there's the 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 grossness of the um the snake worm thing that like breaks the dude's arm and goes in his mouth. It's creepy and gross. Um, but there's none of those moments where like, it's like a scary type feeling. There's nothing that, Oh, Oh shit. This thing's in the ship and yeah. it's, it's hunting us and we don't know where it is. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Um, that's the one thing I think Prometheus was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Prometheus is more about the crew than anything else. Yeah. Too. Like that was more of them, uh, being the the explorers and the 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 building up to the, you know, who are the space jockey slash engineers, whatever you want to call them, the super pale kind of see throughish people. Um, where this one was taking what you learned, you know, hey, they were doing experiments and this isn't their home world, and then bring you spoiler. To their home world, which we think we don't know. Yeah, we don't. It know could be a just a colony. World. Yeah. Uh, it, it gave you a, a feeling that it was very home-like uh, in it, and I'll explain what I mean by that when we go in more detail too. But I think that what really played off is the fact that you got to see when uh, Elizabeth Shaw and David took off David's because there's two of them at the point because he's <laughs> part these parts. Uh, they leave in the ship. You get to see what happens and where they go, mm-hmm. which a lot of people th- thought we weren't gonna see, um, just because Elizabeth Shaw wasn't ca- wasn't listed as a, uh, a cast member in yeah. this, um, and, the, and for reasons why uh, she has no speaking roles other than a recorded message, mm-hmm. um, but she has no real like interaction with anybody. Um, but uh, yeah, like so basically, this takes place. 10 years after the events of Prometheus. Um, so if you remember correctly, it was 2094 uh, in Prometheus. This is 2104. Uh, so for those math scholars out there, that's 10 years. <laughs> um, this, so basically what happens is uh, you find out, you, you, they, you, you're on, you find out that there's a colony ship, which obviously left near or same time or even before uh i'm guessing after uh prometheus did which was an exploration ship uh more than a the a colony ship so this colony ship which was a marvelous engineeredly looking ship oh it was fantastic uh, looking and obviously very spacey in in a way um but they uh this ship was out with 2000 colonists of a crew of 15 which do not include in that 2000. And then a, an odd number of embryos, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. It was like 11,000, like 45 or something. I was like, yeah, a little odd. Sorry. You just couldn't round that off to 1150 at least. Um, but yeah, so they have on this. And the whole thing is they have these, uh, these 15 people, which is 14 people and David or, and Walter, another, uh, uh, synthetic who were on board this ship. Um, 
who are basically on their way to uh, many years down the line. Of course, we don't know when they left. We just know, assume we know they were they left after Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they talked about how the Prometheus disappeared. Um, so we don't know how long they've been in this uh, in their sh- in the ship and traveling. But we do know they have seven years and six months or four months, something like that, before they reach the planet they are actually destined for. And the events of this movie are this. They are on that ship during one of the solar charges, uh, which is where the ship uh, doesn't slow down. It it stays its course, but puts out uh, these solar arrays, which are basically giant uh, reflective sheets, um, to gather solar energy to power the ship. Because obviously the ship has a finite amount of power and has a shit ton of stuff it's powering. Yeah. You know, 2,000 colonists, 15 crewmen. Well, oh, yeah, David needs charging, too. Or Walter needs charging, too. Yeah. Uh, but keeping those pods, the, the cryos pods a lot, uh, powered up, and then obviously keeping the embryos alive, plus all the ship systems, which has its own AI called Mother, which is... A, I don't know what it stands for. Uh, I'd have to get the art book, I'm guessing, to figure out. But it is spelled different. It's M-U-T-H. Uh, M-U-T-H-E-R, I believe is what it is. Um, but it's the artificial intelligence that runs the ship. Um, uh, why they call it Mother. Again, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but I'm going to guess it has just to uh, find a way to call it Mother. Mm. Um, but also, it's keeping all of them alive. Uh, so, you know, like a mother would. Uh the soul, they get hit by a, uh, a, a, a solar flare, essentially. They call it something else, but it's essentially a solar flare. They call it a no- neutrino burst. Neutrino burst, yeah. Um, which then <clears throat> causes the ship to have a little bit of damage uh, internally as well as one of the, the uh, foils gets damaged. Um, so they have to stop for 48 hours and fix it. Right as they fix it, uh, Danny McBride's character, Tennessee, is headed back inside the ship. He gets a uh, a signal that interferes in his comm systems, and it ends up being a, a distress beacon in a way. Very common in these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's... Uh, they they After he gets back aboard, uh, they, uh, they're kind of reviewing it, and Tennessee notices that it's a song being sung uh and it's a song he knows from earth mm-hmm. um and it's take me home country road uh by charlie daniels uh just in case you didn't know um and they realize it's a human voice saying singing it not charlie daniels uh and so they track it back to a planet that lo and behold they somehow did not see with the other deep space scans that they've done to identify habitable planets, possibly habitable planets. And this one's actually better um, than the one they're going to, way beyond tolerances that they ever were going to do, because on the other one, they would have to do a lot of terraforming to make it habitable for the 2,000-plus colonists they have aboard. So these 15, well, 14 and synthetic people have to would have to terraform quite a bit and live in structurally made pods before the terraforming's done and once that's done then they could uh bring the colonists out to help them uh more i'm sure they would do it in stages it would just like two thousand people um 
because of you know food right. and stuff like that. All right, everybody, help out. Yep, just come on, hurry up. Even little fetuses. Get yep, going. get moving, fetuses. Uh, pull your weight. Um, so they would uh, they would uh, colonize this planet, the other planet they're going to, which is called something six, some starts with an O. Uh, or Origa six, yeah, something like that. Okay, uh, close enough. Um, Origai six, that's Origai, what it was because it made me think of Oregon and log cabins, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, they uh, so they decide, hey, um, when this happens, they they come out of their cryos, and unfortunately, their captain gets trapped in his pod because it gets damaged and gets burnt alive. Dude, uh, worst way to go possible. So terrible. Uh, the captain, played by uh, James Franco, uh, for a very short amount of time, uh, he he dies. Uh, they have to then Billy Cruppet, who's the second in command, takes over. They decide uh, reluctantly to go after this signal because a this planet is uh, better than Oregon Six. Uh, it's closer than Oregon Six, which means they don't have to go back in their their yeah, pods, which no one wants like to do. A week away. Uh, four weeks away. Was it four weeks away? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. weeks away is like somewhere uh, in there. Yeah, versus um, seven versus years. seven years and four months or whatever. Um, so they decide, hey, yeah, um, let's just go take a look. We don't have to commit to anything. Uh, Daniels, the uh, the heroine of the story, um, she reluctantly agrees. She actually doesn't agree. Uh, she uh, protests and has it put on the captain's log. Uh, but she has to go along with her captain. So she goes, um, little did we know she was correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, the planet's not, well, planet is habitable. Uh, they can breathe outside, uh, vac suits. It is um, essentially earth. Like it is very earth. Like, uh, the problem with it is, um, there is nothing living on that planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out why. So they go, they uh, they take one of the landers and they go down, uh, not all of them, uh, 12 of, or well, 14 left because Captain's dead. So uh, there's three left on board. Do the math real quick. 11 of them go down to the surface. That sounds about right. Because uh, there's three. There's uh, Tennessee, the one chick, and the, the black guy. Yeah, they all aboard. stay up. Uh, which basically is like their, their communications crew, uh, 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 flight team. Mm-hmm. So obviously they would stay there. Um, so the 11 of them go down that includes Walter the synthetic to the planet they decide they're going to you know find this beacon because they wonder if someone's alive uh, which is just how you know everyone's thinking they uh, one person stays back which is the the, the pilot of the lander yep. she has to work on the communications because it got damaged in the ion storm they flew through which should tell you right away that you shouldn't live on this planet because uh, that ionosphere is rough sauce. Yeah. Like, you see that storm, like, no, this ain't good. Yeah, I'm going to wait for this to clear. Yeah, let's no. just stay in space for a little bit. Uh, but uh, so they get roughed up in the storm coming down. Ten of the crew go out uh, while the she tries to patch up the ship with her little uh, Audi robot, if you didn't notice that, Joe. That was pretty funny to me. Yeah, I, uh, I laughed at it. Yeah, I was like, oh, look, it's the Audi ro- rover. Um, they... Uh, Two people split off from those ten uh, to do uh, uh, some chem work and stuff, whatever that's called, biological stuff. Um, you know, testing water and soil and blah blah blah, because mm-hmm. they have to plant stuff. Because uh, again, colony, 
and terraforming. Um, the other the other eight go up uh, to try to find the signal. Stumble upon a an alien ship. An alien ship. And for us who have seen the other ones, um, especially Prometheus, you recognize it pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when they walk inside. Yeah, you walk inside and that, and they're like, "Oh, what's this?" And it's like, "Oh, is that something?" You know, that has a picture of Elizabeth Shaw. Her dog tags are hanging up. Yeah, her dog tags were hanging up. It had a picture of her and uh, her husband or boyfriend, boyfriend the guy who got from the Prometheus. first got sick because uh, David. And then the they dick. found her uh, her uh, piece of uh, the, the, space uh, suit. the upper part of her yeah. spacesuit um, in a creepy, weird thing of water, which was super unsettling. Mm. Um, Billy Cruppet and two other people, two or three other people, find what we now know is the cockpit for the jockeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, um, I think one of my favorite parts is like the one girl says, oh. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, they were giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, or statues to make them look like giants. I was like, all right, you, you, you faith guy. Um... Uh, Billy Trumpet accidentally turns on the holographic system, which seems apparently to be easy to do uh, in these ships. Um, they get their first glimpse of uh, of uh, hologram Shaw. She is sending a message, and that's when you hear her for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they realize that Walter realizes that, or he tells Daniels that that was she was on the the, the ship that disappeared, Prometheus. Um, meanwhile, down of the two people who were doing. Uh, uh, biological work. Uh, dude steps away to take a pee. Air quotes. Uh, lights up a cigarette. These, by the way, one of the worst um, set of people to have out in a new world. One of the main military guys that's with him is smoking a cigar. Right. I saw that too. Uh, this dude's smoking a cigarette. I'm like, yo, um, not a great way to start this off. By the way, right. Just introducing pollutants right away. Mm-hmm. Earthbound pollutants, no less. Um, I mean, granted, they run into like earth-based plants because they find wheat there. What's been uh planted? Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, starts with an Agriculture. Agriculturally, don't even say it is. Uh, but he steps away to air quotes, take a pee, lights a cigarette, accidentally steps on a, a spore pod, which is not the name of them, so it's called something else. Uh, it. Uh, when it breaks, it shoots up uh, the spores. You see it collect as a, 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 a single working organism, even though it's little itty-bitty parts. 
flies into his ear and then you get a super creepy inside look of his ear as it flies in and then like digs into his flesh. Um, Those were called egg sacs. Egg sacs. That's, I knew they had a different name. Uh, then, Joe's reading off of a, uh, a picture I, I found that uh, Fox released that has details about the three different alien species or alien forms we've seen so far and, and their the, gestations. The little dust that comes out is called motes. The motes. microscopic dust like spores released from the egg sac. Motes are able to group together instinctively invading the host's body through open orifices. Like Once attached, the motes uh, plunge a feeding tube into the host's skin, injecting eggs into the body and causing the gestation to begin. Yep. What you see. Oh, yeah. Uh, he starts to get sick. Um, they decide to go back to the ship, uh, obviously to, to try to make him not sick. Uh, the same time, when the eight the other eight people are up at the uh, the ship, one of the guys squeezes one of the uh, egg pods, and it also shoots the 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 moats up, and they go into his nose. You don't get to see an inside view of it, but you kind of get the just justification of what happens because you saw the ear thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts to get sick. Well, they get the distress call back from the other two saying, "Hey, we need you back at the ship. Some shit's going down. Like, what's his name is sick." So they start rushing down. He starts getting sick. They notice it. They are slowed down from that. Plus, they're like many kilometers, like seven or six kilometers away from him. Uh, so they're going their way there. The dude who got, who got the one from the ear, uh, he they he gets he's in terrible terrible shape, shape. terrible fucking shape. Within, I'm gonna guess minutes, yeah. not like you know a minute. Like I'm talking like probably ten, fifteen, twenty minutes somewhere around there. Um, the trek back. Uh, the one chick's panicking, yelling at the the pilot to help her. She's freaking out because the guy looks fucking terrible. Which, admittedly, I mean, if you're putting into that position, like, don't you just like full on quarantine? Nope, sorry, man. Oh uh, yeah, well, she kind of wanted to. She even said yeah. so. But yeah, no, I would like no. That dude looks sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they stumble in trying to call the captain. He's rushing back, or they're rushing back. Uh, they go in. They put they put him on the table. The one chick's trying to calm him down. Uh, I think she goes and gets like a syringe or something. Uh, the the pilot lady who's reluctantly helping them uh, rips open his shirt, uh, trying to get like his clothes off of him. And the his back has these like blister like blood blister looking things, and they explode in her face, shooting blood and probably some other stuff on her face. She freaks out. Leaves, locks the door like a smart person. Actually, yeah. For one point, smart person. Yeah. Goes in, uh, goes to call the captain again. Is just panicky, tall, and like the uh, cov- the ship, the ship covenant in space is hearing this as well. Tennessee's trying to help her. Free- not freak out. That's his wife, by the way. Uh, she's like, "Don't tell me not to freak out." Um, then she goes back to the med bay instead of opening the door. Looks in. And sees that the the festering on his back is getting worse. The chicken side is begging to get out. She's like, "Let me out! Let me out! Don't unlock the door." She's like, "Nah, I'm we're gonna wait till the captain Good, gets yeah. here." Well, she goes back to trying to comfort this guy because he's spasming and shit. Uh, goes. I don't know why she went to hug him, but has her hand on his back and the spines stick out, barely missing her fingers. I think maybe it cuts her. I don't know. 
And then that's when we get our first look at any type of alien. And this thing literally rips itself out of his back. And it's super dope to watch because his bar- his back arches. This thing erupts out of it. And then he collapses backwards as this uh, blood sack of a... Of a uh, full of an alien falls to the ground with along with his other parts of him, known as a blood burster. Blood burster is the yeah blood burster versus a chest burster. By the way, yep. Uh, and the reason why is because it the it infects uh, the anything that has blood, so it inf- it it gestates inside veins and and arteries, erupting out of said blood areas. Blood burster, um, and it was fucking fantastic because it's like. It was very much a callback to the chestburster type thing, yeah. except this one comes out of his back. It does come out of his back, which is fucking terrible. But again, uh, as Ridley Scott did in Alien, yep. didn't this is one of two scenes, actually, that yep. uh, he didn't tell the cast what was going to happen, so their reactions are real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, is... And it's the the pilot chick that did that with the blood splatter, right? Yes. Is, yeah. So when, the, when she opens his back up, it shoots blood in her in her face. She generally gets disgusted and like freaked out. That was genuine mm-hmm. uh, because they didn't tell her what was going to happen. She was supposed to rip off his back and see something. The difference is they rigged it up to shoot shit in her face. Um, pretty sure I would have freaked out too. Yeah. Um, so this thing erupts out of his back. Uh, he falls lifeless and just stuff just pouring out of him, which is uh, gross. The the chick on the outside of the med bay sees this and runs. I was like, yeah, you better run. She mm-hmm. doesn't run all the way. She doesn't run away at all. She goes and grabs a shotgun. I was like, cool, all right. Obviously, you can see it's alive. You see that. You're going to share the shotgun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Then, as this thing is, like, essentially getting out of its little sack, it starts to, like, kind of look around or listen around because it has an echo yeah. location type thing. It makes these noise, like clicking noises. It then senses another creature in there, another life form, and starts to attack the other lady that's in there. Well, then she decides, the the lady with the shotgun on the outside, I'm going to go in and save her. With a shotgun. With a shotgun. Cool. All right. Fantastic. Goes in, gets ready to fire, slips in the giant building puddle of blood, Uh falls back, shoots the roof, scares this thing, tries to clamor out. Goes to shut the door. It shuts on her foot, and you hear a crunch. Mm-hmm. May not have broken, but it did do something bad. Uh, she gets her foot out just in time. The door shuts. The now, as we know, uh, neomorph hits the door, is crying out, crawls up the door. She sees it. She makes a limp run for it. Uh, it's banging its fucking face on the window. Gets out, so it's now loose out of the the bay, the med bay. The med bay. She then stumbles to get another gun, hides be air quotes hides behind the cargo netting, uh, waits for it, starts shooting at it, causes a fucking ex- like reaction because she's shooting just randomly inside the hangar bay, uh, causes an explosion. The neomorph runs out through the the dock, right as the other team is approaching. Shuttle blows up. Engulfed in flames, erupts several times because of the fucking shotgun blast going off in the inside, yeah. which I'm pretty sure is not supposed to happen. No, she definitely Hence hit the something. reason the shotguns are yeah. locked up, uh, which they did not relock up. That was a problem. Mm. Um, she then causes it to blow up, 
uh, she stumbles out on fire down the ramp, which I thought was horrible because uh, yeah. she was still alive, um, screaming. The captain, not knowing what's happening, his wife as the is the doesn't know what happened to her. She's the one that's actually on in the, that was in the med bay who got her fucking face torn apart, um, and amongst other things, I'm sure, uh, arms and fingers and chestal areas. Uh, they don't notice it at the time, but when they walked up before it erupts, they actually can you can see the Xen- the neomorph run out of the ship from their perspective and run off into the the grassy area. Uh, Daniel stops the captain from running into the explosion like a dummy. Uh, distraught dummy, I understand. Uh, if you know your wife was in a ship and it blew up, you'd probably be distraught too. Yeah. Uh, the others are trying to help this other guy who's sick. Um, little do they know what's about to happen to him. This is the one that got me like a little... Um, so the, the bursting out of the back and then with the little the, the blood sack thing... Um, the placenta, will you you could say? It was disgusting. Was gross. This one's fucking gnarly. So this dude falls down. They're trying to comfort him. He's spazzing out. They're trying to hold him from you know hurting himself. <laughs> Little do they know. Blood starts spewing out of his mouth. Then it starts shooting out of his mouth. And then you hear the cracking and like the flesh being torn in a way, like you know, like. If you were to like rip a steak, you know, and then this bulbous thing just erupts out of his mouth, and it's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. And once it just breaks loose, he's dead. Like it's just insides just start coming out of his mouth, uh, which is, eh. um, and then it claws its way out of its placenta blood sac thing, and starts to literally grow in front of you, uh. They freak out. They start shooting at it. It runs off in the grass. And then little time passes. They've... They didn't build a fire then. They were just kind of standing around the body. No, they were just kind of standing around yeah. the body. It was starting to get darker out as this time goes yeah. on. The captain was still just... Staring at the wreckage. Staring at the wreckage. Like, just... He was gone at this point. Yeah. Check uh, the The leftover team then begins to uh, come together, you know, essentially back-to-back. Yep. When suddenly out of nowhere, one of the, the Neomorphs just, you know, like basically charges, yep. charges through, knocks that one dude's uh, jaw straight off. Well, it was after, no, because that's the part where it jumped at Daniels. Walter jumped in front of it, hit it, it latched onto his hand and bit his hand off. Mm-hmm. Then as it ran through, they started shooting it, so it started defending itself whipped its tail around and just ripped the dude's jaw right the fuck off. Like, you see it. Like, it's like, all, like, and his jaw gone. It's like, and falls dead because its jaw just got ripped off. Mm-hmm. And it then charges, jumps on the other lady, which I don't think we actually even really hear. I mean, they say her name, but I don't remember what it is. Uh, it's v- viciously attacking her. She's defending herself by putting her arms up, and it's you can hear flesh tearing. I'm like, well, this chick's dead for sure. They shoot at it, hit it a couple times, or almost hit it. It jumps off. They hit it. They end up killing it, but then another one comes charging in. Uh, It is – oh, no, that's the second one. That's the second one. second one, yeah. They kill the first one after it gets uh, thrown off and hits that guy's fucking jaw off. second one then charges, hits the girl, starts ravaging her. Then a form out of the darkness comes in a cloak – and shoots what looks like a magnesium flare up. It erupts. Everyone's like, whoa, shit, like like this. The alien's like stopped. 
and then the flare hits the ground and erupts again, and it just runs off in terror. Um, then this person says, hurry up, and they, like, leads them away, the surviving members, that is, which at this point is now six, seven, three, five, five, five. Numbers, yes. Five. I think it's five. Five or six. I can't well, remember. Because 11 go down. 11 go down. Two die on the killed. ship. Or three. Four get killed. Five get killed. Jaw goes off. That's yeah. five. Yeah. So six. So six. My math right? Six. Sounds right. Five humans and a synthetic. Um, oh, it's six. Yeah. It's good, guys. Because it's Daniel's, the, ca- the, the, the captain, the chick, the two army guys, and then Walter. Yeah. So six. That was right. Math. Um, remembering. Uh, they give you numbers. You're supposed to do the math. Uh, they get led into the forest and through this thing. There's like this weird gate thing. They're like squeezed through and they realize like there's just these massively deformed bodies piled up. And you're at this point, you're like, what, what the fuck? Because they're like all here? blackened and like fucking just formed. Very and like just like if you've seen pictures of Pompeii. People frozen in, in yes in whatever action they were doing at that point in time. That's exactly yep. what it looked like, except all black. Yep, and they don't look like they're just like hanging out. They're like terrified and like oh, limbs you had are that split off. Giant and... uh, hill of, of beings just trying yeah. to crawl out of yep. the of the area because it like it's a gated area. Like these big bars come down, and it looks like uh, this mystery person has broken through the pile of them and made a path to get out through the gate, mm-hmm. which is fucking terrible. Uh, but then you find out who this is, and you're like, well, obviously, he yeah. has no feeling for anybody. Uh, they walk across this ginormous courtyard mm-hmm. in this wa- this hugely walled-in area that has these weird like central holes and pillars and statues uh, to this m- monolith of a building, like... Sort of pyramid, sort of roundish head ball thing. Uh, this spinning round disc gate opens up as they walk through. Uh, they all walk in. You hear it shut. They're in this big central area where, like, water, because it's raining at this point, water's coming down to the middle. You can see it's cavernous and huge uh, and has faces, which is just super creepy. Uh, like, why would you do that? Ephesus is just giant. That's what that culture was. It's true. They were really big, like, fucking statue people and face people. Um, then it's uh, the person in the cloak uh, reveals who they are, and it is David uh, with long hair. You can see the bleached portion of it has grown out to his natural brown. Uh, I skipped over the whole beginning part. It doesn't matter. Um, when he when you first meet David, when he was first born with Peter Whalen. It was a good thing to explain you know, where his beginning of his disdain for humanity Human, yeah. comes from. But yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. That's you, it. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and there's some detail in that I'm not going to go into cause I'm not going to talk about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, so you like, everybody's shocked, but Walter by far, who's the synthetic is just floored to this. He's like staring at himself, but like a, more aged version of himself. Mm-hmm. And I say aged, not like skin-wise, but like hair-wise. Um, and then, so he tells them that basically what happened to Shaw, Elizabeth Shaw is they, as their entry into the planet, they lost control of the ship. The payload was uh, dropped, which is the, the god particle, and then inside the little, the little uh, pill things, uh, killing everything uh, 
that they know of uh, causing bad things to happen. They crash the ship. She dies in the wreck. He finds his way there. That's where we're at. Right? So, everyone's kind of at a sense of ease. A couple of them go up to the roof to try to get a signal go through the ion storm to communicate with Covenant to try to get them off the planet because bad shit's happening. You know, like aliens ripping people apart uh, and also being born out of their bodies, yeah. uh, which is fucking terrible. Um, they're trying, 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 finally get to, through to them saying, hey, like, oh, fucking come save us. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to strip down this other lander. We'll come get you. Cool. So we go back in. Everyone's kind of a little bit at ease. Uh, the captain's trying to figure himself out. Daniel's trying to help him figure himself out. The one girl says, uh, hey, I'm going to go clean up because I'm fucking gross. They're like, okay, just don't wander far. She wanders far, by the way. Yeah. Like, up some stairs, around a corner, down fucking four blocks. Mind this place is massive, and all the hallways are made for, you know, well, Giants. engineers. Uh, so she's um, away from everybody because that's a brilliant idea. Um, and... Outside the uh, compound, we see a scuttling white form, and guess who that is? It is the Neomorph. Neomorph. And this thing has tracked them down. Why, you may ask? Because these creatures, as they're designed, have sensors to be able to sense life forms or prey. And there's pretty much no other prey around. Yep, because they have killed everything um, before now. And uh, so... (laughs) It crawls, it scuttles its way up the wall, sneaks in. She's in there trying to clean up from the savage uh, mauling she got with these gnarly holes in her forearms. Yeah, I didn't really notice those until she, like, like peeled off her little fucking Yeah, when it actually happened, when she peels off that bandage, it's just, like, fucking right into the arm. I was like, oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, So it sneaks up on her. Munches her neck. Uh... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, kills her. Uh, rips her fucking head off. But we don't know that just yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, we see it bite into her. Um... It's just literally sitting there feasting on her yep. when David and, David and uh, the captain the captain show up. Mm-hmm. Um, David sees it first. Uh, he then tries to communicate, knowing that he's safe because a he lived through this already. If you guys didn't figure that out, uh, but he's also uh, I've, I would imagine it's it's also because he's a synthetic. 
and uh, it's not something that uh, it can use. Use, yeah, yep. it's something that it really feeds off of and doesn't really consider him much of a threat at yep. that point, right in there. So this is the part that gets super creepy. So it leaves its prey, uh, the body it's feasting on, walks over on all fours, and then stands up in front of David, and you finally get to see how big this fucking thing is. And it actually is taller than David, Mm -hmm. which if we want to do the math real quick, I don't know how tall Michael Fassbender is, but this thing's at least 6'6", at least 6'6". Pale alabaster white fucking skin. No facial features whatsoever, except for this little butthole of a mouth. Which you don't even really see Which in you don't shot. really see in the shot until it, it starts to do its thing, which David tries to communicate with it, and he hears a whistle, like this little butthole pucker whisper, whisper that comes out. <laughs> he tries to do the same thing by, by puckering his lips and blowing out. It starts to react, and that's when you really see it. And then El Capitan shows up with his assault rifle right behind David, Says move and just fucking unloads into this thing. And then you see the mouth retract and like snarl out, but it's getting hit and it's trying to fight back. And he is fucking. I'll say this Modley handles it pretty well. Yeah. He kills that thing. Uh, then forces David to tell him what's going on. Pause for a second. Before this happens, Walter and David, and the reason I paused, I wanted to get in that first. Go, we go back a little bit. Walter and David have a perlaver. I was wondering if you were going to explain this part. Yes, um, and I want to explain that part first. Okay. Um, so we get a little backstory. Um, we are told by David to Walter what happened, air quotes, but we get to see the perspective of David remembering. So we get flashback sequences of the ship flying in, uh, Almost docking with another one, it seemed. Yeah, it seemed like that air. was its like docking bay, docking yeah. station. Something the like people that. gather below it, like, oh, the the ventures are back there early, because um, they definitely weren't expecting them. Uh, people are coming out of the like these giant creatures, these giant engineer people are coming out, watching this, and then you see the an, uh, a hole opening up in the bottom of the ship, and then you get to see the inside, and it's actually the like the cargo area. cargo area. And the the open it, iris is open, and there's David standing there, and he uh, drops all of the canisters, virtually all the canisters, down. And it's pretty cool because it drops out of the ship, which is hundreds of yards above the ground, and they start to spiral into like almost a DNA looking thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And then they air burst all in this one area as they just. They get down so far, so far, and they all start burning up, and then just this cloud of the goo literally f- rains down on these people as they start to run, and it starts to just devour them. And you see tentacles and tendrils just start to rip out of these people because it's rewriting their DNA, as you know from watching Prometheus when they mm-hmm. drink it, which seems like a terrible idea. What short stick did he get? Um, and just starts erupting people, and you realize that's what happened to all those people in the courtyard is David dropped that payload down on top of him, just, I'm guessing, to see what happens. Uh, we find out later exactly what happens. I imagine that he knew, yeah, he knew an idea yeah. of what would happen. He just wanted to see what the ship... I'm guessing he wanted to see the, the devastation the ship can do because it's designed to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw it, all right. And then you realize, yes, that's exactly what happened to those, those decimated corpses that are piled up on the gate and around the courtyard. Well, we know what happens. Uh, they literally got fed on, and that's the reason they looked wrecked and 
torn up. Because that's exactly what happens in releasing, uh, I'm going to guess, Deacons. Or no, not Deacons, because no, Deacons would be nice. So it would have to be I, some other form you don't know of yet, right? I'm going to say that that uh, this is where uh, even Prometheus and, and this movie get a, get a little bit uh, questionable because you don't have a direct link between the goo and the alien. But from what I had read is that the goo essentially just breaks them down into breaks something. Breaks down the, the DNA. The DNA into something that can be used uh, by whatever local yep. uh, uh, animals and whatnot are there. So I would say that here it broke them down. You're not going to get direct aliens out of that, but that's where you get the uh, eggs from. Uh, well, you get like something similar to a face hugger. Like you saw, like so when in Prometheus, you guys you remember Prometheus back when the egg when they opened up that one sealed chamber, and the egg started to leak the goo out of them. It got with the earthworms and made that weird snake face hugger thing. Right. Um, I'm guessing something similar happens. It breaks down that molecules, rebuilds it into into something. But that. you get, but from there you get the uh, you get the you get the egg things, and then from the egg things you get the moats. From the moats is where you get the rest of the... You get the neomorphs. neomorphs. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, from what I was reading, again, obviously there's no real real source material for this, but I was reading is so when it the goo rewrites the DNA, it makes itself into something that can then create an alien. So basically this this alien, over over the 10 years or however long when... Elizabeth Shaw's ship and David's ship lands and drops a payload. It decimates all organic life uh, on this planet. So animals, uh, humanoid creatures, whatever, anything biological. Um, I shouldn't say organic because that's plants. Anything biological, uh, so hum- like flesh-based. Um, or I guess really DNA. Anyways, um, so it erupts out of them, creates something that then goes forth and kills everything else. And as that as their food source dies away because of the eradication that it is, um, the bodies of whatever creatures were made decay and the 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 egg uh, what is it spore or what are they called? Eggs? They were called uh buh, 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 uh egg sacs. Egg sacs form out of the decaying body making the moat. So as the as the Creatures run out of food and die. Their bodies decay, just like ours do. Uh, and then other life forms would normally come out of them, maggots and things like that, because of mol- of the things that land on us and grow out of us, blah, blah, blah. Well, this is designed to when it decays, it makes a form uh, in the egg sacs that then wait and like dormant, waiting for a new host because it senses a host, either being stepped on or pinched. Uh, and then, then creates then thrust. So basically, the goo created something that ravaged this planet. Probably multiple versions of it. We only saw the one, the you know, the goo stuff or making black tentacles, killing everything. Makes some kind of creature that then goes through. Probably goes through that same cycle of attacking something. It's face huggerish. Implants an embryo that comes out as something. Keeps that cycle keeps going until everything on the planet's dead. Mm-hmm. Those things then run out of food, die when they decay, make the egg spores, and then we 
get there and fuck shit up. Um, then we find out later that that is exactly what happens. But David, throughout these years that he's been here, has been experimenting with diff- the different life forms on the planet. So it doesn't just happen and just spread over. It It's a hunting cycle. There's probably lots of li- living creatures that were on that planet. Just like we have living creatures all over our planet. Yeah. Uh, not just us, but all different species of animals. And he literally slowly goes through and basically causes that evolutionary change over and over again on the different species that he can get a hold of. And so you see the different um, variations of the what ended up, we end up seeing as the Neomorph, but you can see the different variations of it on his little pl- table that he has with all the uh, reimagined, like, or not, um, uh, taxidermy bodies of them and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, different, like, cause it, it, there's like bug forms and there's like humanoid forms and there's like, there's a dog looking one and like a little, like almost like apish ones and stuff. So you see that there's different variations and he's telling, uh, Chris, the captain is exactly what he was doing. And he goes, but I, the thing I wanted to show you is down here. Now, anybody knows the lore of the Xenomorph, the Xenomorph is the perfect killing machine, killing weapon. It's the perfect thing to kill whatever is near it. Why, you may ask? It's silent. It's fast. It's agile. It's deadly. has multitude of weapons, including a spiked tail. It's razor sharp. Mm-hmm. And its blood is it's corrosive. Very, very corrosive. Uh, like burn through a ship's hull corrosive. So throughout the experimenting, he has finally found what he believes to be the best version of it. Leads Chris downstairs. Chris sees six to seven eggs as we know them, the little egg pods, uh, the ones, more classic ones, which is that little, like, gross leatherish looking thing that has, like, the peelable top. Where we know the 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 from all the other alien movies, the face huggers come out of. So, uh, as Joe pointed out uh, and said articulately, David is the one that actually engineers the xenomorph as we know it. Now he has not seen what the xenomorph looks like yet, because he doesn't have the last ingredient, which is what Chris asks him. What are they waiting for? And he says, "Mother." I was then thinking, the alien or the AI on the ship? That makes no sense. And they realized, oh, yeah, no, no, no. He means mother as something that yeah, can actually can gestate birth the... it. Yeah, so then uh, Chris foolishly looks into a opening egg, yeah. which, by the way, if I saw something that looked like that in a creepy basement and it opened no. up, I wouldn't get closer to it. Even if you do, you see something moving inside I would of there. You it. don't put your face in, even in closer, yeah. which is what he does. Dummy. Uh, and then the face hugger grabs a hold of him, just ate, or you know chokes him out. Uh, a little while later, David's throwing rocks at his body. He wakes up, no face hugger on him. He looks over, it's dead, because uh, that's exactly what happens. It once it uh, goes inside of you, it dies um, because it's done its job. Because it's just a, essentially a, uh, a way to pass its DNA on on onward to where it needs to go. Uh, he then. Is starting to question David, like what's going on, and then has a slight pain in his chest. You could say, yeah, a little heartburn, uh, and then a uh, chest burster right out. Um, uh, so classic, ish. So classic ish. Just way more violent and way more gorgeous. 
Uh, it oh, I say ish because if you look at the like the classic chestburster because I still have that thing pulled up. Yeah, classic chestburster is just more of a more compact like little tiny thing. Yeah, so where like, this one seemed to come out similar, but like within seconds, the arms come out. Arms yeah, so were coming if, out, if you look, and you could you see more of it. the classic xenomorph. Yeah, so if you look, I don't know, I can probably pull that picture. Well, up as well. I mean, no reason to. Um, but so it, describe what I'm what I'm about to talk. About. So if you look at the chest burst of the classic one, you can see that it's not just like a this weird penis looking thing with a mouth. It has all like just like an embryo, like when as a as a fetus is growing, you see the parts growing out of it. Yeah. This has them, and it's it's literally growing in seconds. So normally you would see it and would run off on its tail and hide somewhere. Which or, is what we see in the classic yep, alien in movie. Alien and aliens. Out, it looks around and it just takes yeah. off. And if you look at the body, you can see it has a lot of the same. Like it, you can see the arms that are, just haven't come out; they haven't formed completely yet, mm-hmm. just like a fetus does. Um, but in this, we actually get to see it gestate right in front of us. So as it, as it erupts and it's it peels itself out of its in, uh, out of its uh, placenta. You see the arms here also. The arms forming and and pull away. And then it separates its head. You can see the pill, like that long head, pull off the body. And you see the literally the body forming out of that. And, like, it has legs. And you see the tail kind of unravel itself. You got the little spikes that come out of the yep. back of it. You can it. see yeah. them, the little, this little, like, little, I don't even yeah, know the if they're more, spikes. They're not they're spikes, little, but, I mean, they look like spikes at first. But they're, like, more of just, like, a tube-type thing. Yeah, those, those form out of the back. And you see it look like a classic xenomorph does. And then... Um, it cuts to the crew looking for the captain. They stumble upon uh, the dead neomorph and the dead chick whose face is spinning in the in the pool and a little little sink thing. Yep, that's when we find out that she's been decapitated. Well, we find out when no, because captain. Well, that's true. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so they they keep looking. They find uh, David's uh, atrium thing with all the taxidermied uh, creatures and the drawings. Uh. That point, you also uh, Daniels and Walter um, decide, hey, we like they're on their way. We need to go get everybody. Like so, they go searching. Um, the two military guys. I'm guessing I don't know who they actually are. Yeah, they two the two military guys at this point. They the two left walk yeah. downstairs they, to the to they still go, try and locate the captain. Yeah, so one of them goes down in the basement again by himself. Mm. Idiots. Never seen a horror movie. Uh, he then sees the um, the captain's body with the devastated hole in it, dead as can be, uh, and then looks over and something moves. And then you see a second egg is opened, and then you see a face hugger run and like j- like not run but like jump at him. It grabs a hold of his gun because he holds it in front of him little bit of shooting and it jumps off and runs up the stairs and he says watch out the other military guy who's still in the little fucking taxidermy room uh sees it scuttle behind a table goes to get it it launches at him he almost gets a hand underneath it but it kind of gets around his neck so it's not choking him out yet but it's on his face which you know is bad news mm-hmm. uh we're like could it be saved the other guy gets up there says stop because he's pawing at it moves his hand he cuts it it screams. Acid blood falls out, falls on the guy's face. He's screaming. It flies off. You think, oh, he killed it. It saved it, right? You see a little little tube thing just kind of fall down out of its 
guess mouth uh, or <laughs> vagina that, thing. There you go. Um, We're going to have to call it like it is because it's, it's not a mouth. It's its, its penis. It is its penis. Uh, it sticks its alien wang <laughs> down, your wang, throat. down your throat yep. and rapes your face. It does. Um, so you're thinking, oh, maybe he's in Fenwin. And then, uh, so he's patching him up. He's getting. He's trying to help him. And then they hear something. And the dude, like a fucking dickhole, sees above this guy. who's trying to help him with this now melting hole in his face. Sees something and yells and runs away. And the guy's like, what? what? Turns around and gets fucking just mounted and eaten by the xenomorph. Full xenomorph. Full grown xenomorph just fucking devastates this fucking kid. He runs... Almost runs into Daniels, who just got who uh, got in a fight with uh, um, with David because she stumbled upon into his little fucking drawing room where she finds out the uh, she finds Shaw's body first, right? Was this? Uh, yes, I believe she. And finds. then she finds the drawings. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm skipping over which stuff was still yeah. disgusting. Like, yeah, super and, gross. and something not expected because uh, when you were talking about the part with David, he literally shows you just like a headstone saying, alluding to the this is where he buried Shaw. Yep. And you're like, wow, he cared for her, and there was a whole lot of discussion between David and Walter about caring for a human and and something because Walter cares for uh, uh, Daniels. Yep. Uh, but out of duty, not for but love. yeah. But then you find here that Elizabeth Shaw the whole entire time has been just splayed out like a uh, like a cadaver at a at a medical uh, oh, yeah. uh, school, just opened up and you can see her insides and everything. And you're like, oh, that's disgusting because you also realize that she's been dead for ten years. Yeah, 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 yeah for fucking gross. Yeah. Uh, so then she stumbles upon his uh, his little drawing room. Uh, he. Um, she's in there. Walter confronts David. David uh, stabs Walter in the throat with a with a flute. Uh, he shuts down the classic uh, synthetic style. Punches up, falls to the ground. David then pulls out the flute, shakes off the milk. Um, we get a first glimpse at uh, something new. Uh, the camera pans in slowly as from the dripping milk from uh, what we see is coming out of Walter's nose. And it pans over, and you see his the wound on his throat actually seal up itself. Then David finds uh, Daniels in his little drawing room, attacks her, tells her that um, she says, "I know what you did to Elizabeth Shaw." He goes, "Well, good, because that's what I'm gonna do to you." He's about to choke her ass out. She stabs him in the throat, and it's very important. That's my one gripe about this movie. She has this nail. Because some details on this necklace around her neck, she snaps it off, stabs him in the in the chin with it. My favorite line, by the way, from David is, "Now we're playing. Now you're now you're trying or something like that." Yeah. Fantastic, super creepy. Um, throws her ass across the room. Uh, she's trying to scramble away. She, he throws her on top of the table. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's throttling her. Uh, and if you don't know what that means, it's literally choking the life out of her. And one of my favorite things is, you see the nails still stuck in his chin with the necklace, hang- the rawhide necklace hanging down while choking the life out of her. And then he gets accosted. Uh, by a, oh my god, not dead Walter. Uh, he says to Daniels, run. She then stands there for a second. He goes, oh, run. Because mm-hmm. that always happens. Fisticuffs happen. Uh, David charges at Walter. Walter just shrugs him off, throws his ass out the fucking hallway. He bounces down into the little atrium area they were in before. She's scrambling away. She runs into uh, Bernie Face. Uh they say, we got to get out of here. They run down, grab their packs, which I wouldn't have done. I would have just run. Uh, but you find out why they need yeah. it because there's a beacon in there. Uh, I wouldn't have been there. But like, well, we're fucked. Uh, so hopefully he can hear us. Um, they run out because Tennessee is now coming down with the land, the second lander. Uh, Dave and Walter have a fight. David's like, you were dead. And he's like, well, there's been some upgrades, alluding to the fact that he heals himself from mm-hmm. minor wounds. I'm guessing that. If his head gets pulled off or, say, his hand gets bitten off by an alien. Because uh, that shit didn't sprout back. No. Um, I'm going to guess it's super, superficial stuff, like, you know, stab wounds. Um, they get in a fight. Walter is pounding David's face in with a rock. He says, you know, you got to make a choice. It's them or me. While he's reaching for a knife out of Walter's view. And then the rock's coming down, cuts to them running out. The ship's coming down with the beacon. Walter comes looking, uh, goes to the door, looks back, runs down after him. Uh, as they're at the very bottom, they're running towards the ship. The xenomorph comes out the door uh, and then starts ra- ra- racing down the steps of this mausoleum thing after him. Uh, they start to take off. It jumps on the bottom. Tennessee sees it. Big old shit happens. Uh, I'm not going to spoil everything for you. They kill it, uh, get back to the ship. Um, they're patching up uh, Bernie face with the other two people that are on there, they're putting this weird little bead shit on his face, like putty, which is yeah, really which super was really creepy. weird, yeah. Um, saying he's gonna need some more surgery from someone who's like an actual doctor. Uh, then all's well, everybody's good. Uh, Daniels is cooking eggs. She has a moment with Tennessee. Walter is checking on the ship. Uh, the other two people that are on board, again, I can't remember their names, uh, are just off somewhere. We'll find out in a minute. Uh, and then it cuts to a blaring alarm saying Captain Daniels to the bridge or to Med Bay, Captain Daniels to the Med Bay. She wakes up. Why? Mother then tells her there's a foreign, uh, there's a, uh, unknown, uh, unidentified, uh, life form on board. She goes, Ugh. 
runs out, runs into Tennessee, well, not runs into, meets Tennessee in the in the hall in one of the hallways with a the gun. They run in the med bay. Lo and behold, blood splatter everywhere, and Bernie Face has a giant hole in his chest. Yeah. What? Didn't see that one coming, unless you paid attention to the alien penis that was in his throat. Mm-hmm. Did his business, died. Wasn't from a knife wound to the weird air, air sack thing. That shit done got its rocks off and died like a man. Yeah. Um, or napped, whatever. Uh, so then they, uh, they're searching the ship. Uh, the Walter's helping him track it. They say it's, you know, over by the the crew quarters. Anyone down there? Yes, it's so-and-so and so-and-so. They're like, shit. So they run down there or running that way. We cut to the sex scene. Yeah. Every good alien movie has a sex scene. You got to. Except for aliens. Um, right. But that's because that movie's an action movie. Um, but I'll let it slide. Oh, there's a sex scene in that with a face hugger, but that's a different story. Um oh. Uh, they uh, they're getting it on in the shower, all steamy, steamy like. They're you know getting it on some music going in the background, and then like a shifty, shadowy form shows up, kind of behind the wall. Split second, she sees that thing, goes to grab her boyfriend, husband, whatever he happens to be, shower mate at that time, and then classic alien style. Guess what happens? In her mouth, comes shooting through that dude's face, killing him, obviously. Uh, it then charges through the window, or the glass thingy it just shattered, gets her. Uh, Daniel and Tennessee show up. Uh, dead bodies, uh, massively dead bodies, just laying there, blood everywhere. And then Tennessee sees bloody footprints leading away, and Daniel's like, oh, Walter, where's it at? Daniel's like, over here. <laughs> Obviously. Mm. Uh, they follow it, and they get this plan. Like, hey, she says, hey, let's not try to track it. Let's try to like get it on our territory. So then they shut down the ship, leading it to the uh, the hangar bay that has the terraforming equipment, which is giant tractor equipment. Uh, decide to lead it in there, set a trap for it, get it stuck in one of the cabs, and then they're going to dump it out the ship. Like, get out. Some shit happens. They do it. Happy ending. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Then they're like, we're going to go on to our mission because we still have the rest have, of the. Yeah, you the know, law is calling us to go. Us. So Tennessee uh, goes into cryo. Uh, Daniels is going into cryo and then says to Walter, like, hey, Walter, uh, and this leads back to something I didn't talk about earlier. Will you help me build my log cabin? He looks at her vacantly and she goes, you know, the log cabin. And then realizes, oh, shit. And she says, David, and he has this smarmy smile on his face, which is super creepy. Mm -hmm. And he says, Captain will be okay. And you're like, fuck. That wasn't Walter at all. That's why he had to staple his face up. And this is my gripe about the movie. Continuity errors. Okay? And explain this. It seems very shallow. We are told that Walter heals. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe not no, Not everybody knows that he can do this. Don't think so. No. Obviously, David didn't know. I don't think Daniels knows. I don't think any of them know. It just happens that if you were probably a synthetic mechanic, you probably would know. Yes. Uh, or a science officer, which none of them, none of the surviving ones were. Mm. Um, but as audience members, we always had this feeling, like, I don't think that's Walter because he's not healing. Because it, earlier in the movie, which I wanted to skip over, because you see him stapling himself shut. Mm-hmm. She comes and helps him. This is the continuity error. Earlier in the movie, 
she shoves that nail in his in his chin, causing a hole. David doesn't heal, so that hole's there. When the fight between David and Walter happened, you can see there's a hole. Mm-hmm. Later on the ship, when they're on the the second lander, you see the hole's gone. Right. But he still has the open wounds on his face, where we we as audience members know uh, was from punches from David. I'm saying Walter now. Uh, but I had suspected that it was not Walter because those had not healed up. So I was like, well, that motherfucker is David. You can't mm-hmm. trust that motherfucker. That David is bad news. She doesn't know that. She thinks it's Walter because he's wearing Walter's clothes and has a missing hand. Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking for that hole in his chin. I expected him to staple it shut, but it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Even when her only vantage point to see it was when she was in the cryo, she should have seen a staple on his chin letting her know that was David. Yeah. That didn't happen. My only gripe about this movie. I mean, I had some weird gripes, but it's just because people are dumb, but it happens. If people weren't dumb, then people wouldn't get murdered by aliens. Right. But that was my only thing. Is like, come on, like, continuity error. The hole is a dead giveaway because she knows she shoved a nail through his chin, and there should be a hole there. There should be a staple holding it shut so he's not leaking fucking milk out of his chin. My only issue. So then he, she goes to sleep because they turn on the cryo, the cryo uh, pod. He then saunders over, gives his access code because we didn't realize he was programming himself into the into the into mother to obey his commands. Which people I said at work said, "Well, when did that happen?" I was like you saw him working on the computer. Yeah. He, I mean, yes, he can sound like Walter, but he's an egotistical maniac. Oh, yeah. So he's gonna put himself in the computer. And because he knows the computer systems, and he probably knows Walter's passcodes, or at least knows how to get in the system, can then put himself in the system and use voice commands. Anyways, says David, gives his number, she opens up, he goes over to one of the earlier we saw fetus trays, which we saw with two, uh, the dead one in it. He opens it up. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Regurgitates two facehugger embryos, puts them in there, closes it, and walks on his merry way. End of movie. Yep. Bam. Spoiled. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff in there I left out like we normally do. That's so you can enjoy it when you watch it. Or if you have watched it, do you remember all those things? I don't have to tell you about them. Um, but yeah, fucking so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. Um. Yeah, man, that shit was... That shit was crazy because like the... As you watch it, obviously it unfolds at the very end. Like it's literally just like showed you everything that was gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. if you go back, if you think about it, like showing you the embryos and the and the thing. Uh, obviously, the colonists, perfect candidate. Because if you think about what happened in Aliens, a colony was attacked by xenomorphs. We find out that an asteroid hit, blah blah blah, um, and released them on the uh, uh, or no drilling happened and released them on the 
the planetoid they were on, devastating the colony, causing obviously the infestation of xenomorphs. Ripley's crew gets there, not knowing what's going on because all you have is a distress beacon that no one's answering back from. Shit happens. Well, in this one, same thing's going to happen because he's on a fucking colony ship with a thousand plus fucking colonists and embryos because he can then manipulate an embryo to grow into an, like, with an alien in it, which is fucking terrifying. Because I'm sure they have technology where it makes it take an embryo and grows it to a baby, uh, like a microwave or something. But, uh, go ahead. Ah, uh, popcorn. <laughs> oh, no. No, popcorn. No, I burnt that one. Um, well, we got 11,000, or we got 1,144 other ones. Uh, so yeah, so basically, if you're, if you're, if you're counting along with us here, uh, he's got a lot of bodies to implant, uh, bad things in. Yep. So, I'm just hoping the next movie, whatever, I know there's a name for it, I can look it up, uh, because he already announced the name of it. Oh, did he already announce it? Yeah, he announced it, yeah. Oh. Because he's already writing it, it's gonna, the next one's gonna start production in January. Oh, good. Um, yeah, was, he's not waiting five years again. I was actually wondering about that, if he'd wait for it. Uh, well, he started doing other things and the producing stuff, and then that's when the whole Aliens 5 with, with uh, Blomkampf came into the fact, because Fox right. wanted to keep this going, uh, mainly so he couldn't get his rights back for it, because once Fox, that six years goes by, Fox loses the rights. And so they're like, oh, we'll work out with you. And then he's like, well, I want to do it. And they're like, okay, fine. Uh, but they had to get in that mark, because if he lollygagged too long, and didn't have anything done within that six-year mark, he could retain those rights to himself and go where he wants. Hmm. Uh, but they made a deal with him, so they can go on. But yeah, that's. Uh, but he he wants to to continue it himself with his own vision. He doesn't want to produce anymore because he. That's where he kind of felt. The only person he felt didn't do wrong by him was James Cameron, and that's why his name is on. Uh, that's why really Scott's name is associated with Aliens, but is not with Alien Three mm-hmm. and Resurrection. Because he believed those movies straight away, which they did, from his ultimate vision. Oh yeah. Um. So you can you're probably looking it up right now. I'm hoping that there's another ship that's years out that was headed towards Orgai Six as well, with an extra group of people that are supposed to meet there with the colonists, and that by the time you know years of fifty, sixty, seventy, hundred years have gone by. That colony has grown and spread and become what it needs to be. But when they show up, nah, bro. Um, those two facehugger fetuses he had are like a king and a queen. Because a king and queen from, again, not canon anymore, but from the comic book series, can actually gestate and make xenomorphs without an egg and a host. Right. Uh, so with a king and a queen, they can fucking have space babies and those space babies are full grown full blown xenomorphs so no having to have an egg she has to lay eggs he she lays them instead of just eating a face hugger he comes over and just fucking like like fish do and spray his stuff all over them and then they just ate into a xenomorph instead of a face hugger and that's why the face huggers have similar uh, structure to a uh, a xenomorph just because that's what they're supposed to do but they're like essentially like the egg and sperm and when he comes by and puts his little ingredient it then forms into a uh, xenomorph that's from the comic books which don't actually technically exist in canon anymore but they can obviously still do that so that was my theory is the two ovums he had the two little facehugger ones are uh, a king and a queen uh, he then just dates them and then they can grow and make other ones but 
Makes sense. Uh, here it says Awakening. Awakening. That was the one it was. But, but there I was don't... change. No, that was no, that was the other one. That was yeah, before th- this because it would. Just from what I'd found, this one doesn't sound like it would be the third one because this article from alien-covenant.com uh, says that Awakening takes place between Prometheus and Covenant. That was that's the uh, I think that's the comic book, which is now canon. By the way, it says Awakening is supposedly the title of the next film in the Prometheus series. I could have swore they said it was something else. But that doesn't make sense to me to have it be a pre-sequel, yeah. a pre-pre-sequel. Because in the ne- in the third movie, uh, they need to explain how how this stuff, how the alien eggs as we know it, end up on LV four two six. Um. Oh, so I was going to tell you about that. I read a thing again, fan theory about how that worked. No. So. Fan theories are awful. No, let me get to this. So, um, in those years that David was on uh, this planet uh, by himself, well, this is where the theory comes from. Uh, he, the, they didn't. Not everybody. Not all the the space jockeys were on. Were in that little area because there's got to be a place where the ships take off. So, they were hiding in there, uh, trying to fight off the various creatures that were being spawned by the thing. Uh, they got away, um, but he had like, compromised their ship somehow or something with like, the aliens. I don't know. They were talking about it. I was like, well, I guess it could be make sense if they somehow got off that planet. Um, but whatever. Yes, I believe he has because he's. I mean, unless he's going to rewrite what actually happened in Alien, but um, yeah, it doesn't say what it's calling here either. I know at one point he he had talked about it and like they said they had a name for it. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm not seeing anything else in the quick look that I have here. I mean, it's kind of hard to to type in Alien Three movie. Well, no, <laughs> because that's Alien Three. Yeah, you can't call Prometheus Three because there is no Prometheus Two. Yeah, because it says here, um, really, Scott says the screenplay for the third prequel film was written during the production of Alien Covenant and finished in 2017. Which, by the way, we're in because uh, they finished making this movie last year. There's all the post production stuff done this way, and the schedule began in 2018. Uh, in March of 2017, Scott said that um, uh, if I really want the uh, franchise, I can keep cranking out another six. Again, that's on top of those movies that he has planned out. I'm going to. I'm not going to close it down again. No way. And in April, he announced that the Neil Blomkamp Alien 5 had been canceled. Originally, we heard it was shelved. This is actually, he, Fox has even confirmed that it had been canceled. And in an interview, he said that uh, he would have participated as a producer, but 20th Century Fox had decided not to pursue the project. Yeah, um, which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate, because I think Neil Blomkamp is fucking ripe to make an Alien movie. I mean, he has made Alien movies, but an Alien franchise movie. Um, yeah, this doesn't actually have a name of it, but I know he had a name already settled for it, and I thought they talked about it already. But they changed Covenant once before as well. Oh, yeah. just called something else before, which is escaping me at the moment, uh, what it was actually called, but that's okay. Boom, boom, boom. Probably somewhere in here. It had a weird, like, a longer name, but I don't believe it started with Alien, though. 
that was later on because Prometheus doesn't actually technically start with Alien. No, it's just Prometheus. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh no, I did it. So on September twenty fourth, Scott confirmed two thousand sixteen. Uh, I'm sorry, two thousand fifteen. Scott uh, announced that the the film the the second film was titled Alien Paradise Lost. Right, I do remember that now. Then later on uh, in two in November two thousand fifteen, Scott revealed that the new title for the film was Alien Covenant, and the filming would begin in beginning of two thousand sixteen uh, in Australia. And then they gave a logo, and then. Um, Obviously, a trailer. Boom. Then we have a movie. Hmm. I know there's a name of it, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, whatever. Because I can't find it either. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, that Thor Ragnarok and Alien Covenant were actually being filmed in the same lot in uh, Australia. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> they were right next door to each other. Wow. That's really funny. I thought it was funny, at least. Um... Yeah, no, he didn't say it. This little blurb I'm reading doesn't say it. So it says here, Scott confirmed Alien Covenant would be the the first of three additional films in the Alien prequel series. So there'll be four prequels. Um, that doesn't make sense that Awakening could be between those two. Well, if he's going to do that, then yeah, it would make sense. Said uh, before linking up with the or the the original Alien. So you know, I guess it could go. With, there's a bunch of years. What year would Alien take place again? Alien. Alien. Uh, I don't remember. Because there's ten years between Prometheus and Covenant. Um, I can probably almost there. You got it. Um, bah, 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 Wikipedia. Oh yeah, it even says here in the, in the he even said in an interview before Prometheus or before uh, Covenant came out says maybe there will be even a fourth film before we get back into the Alien franchise. Then in November 2015, Scott confirmed that Alien Covenant would be the first of three additional films in the Alien prequel series, which gives you a total of five if you guys uh, or four if you don't do the math real quick because you have uh, Prometheus and then three more. One of those including Covenant, so you have two more movies. Then go back in, and they would link that to the original Alien. So he has two more movies before he has to explain to us uh, how they got on LV-246. So Prometheus takes place in 2093. Alien takes place in 2122. Aliens takes place in 2179. Yeah, because it's 50, it's 50 years after. 57 or almost, years. Yeah, 57 years, years after. after. Uh, and then Covenant obviously takes place 10 years after the end of Prometheus which is a year after it starts so uh, yeah so 2104 so yeah. then what was Alien 21 what 2122 uh, 18 years is that right no wait no. yeah 18 years because no. 22 and 4 2122 yeah 2122 because this one took place 2104 oh yeah yeah 18 so years, right? 18 years yeah um so the next two movies have to take place in the next eighteen years. Yeah, to the next eighteen years. Uh, well, I mean, grand hope. Movie wise, hopefully movie not wise. reality wise. Yeah, I mean, because he's already, he's going to start production in two thousand eighteen uh, on the on the the next one. Um, so I mean, uh, I think that what they're saying, oh no, I guess in this Covenant they talk about what happens in between Prometheus and this. 
So I mean, awakening I think is probably just a from what the that little that blurb website, thing little blurb thing was talking about. It was just a better explanation of what happens between David and Shaw. I don't want to see that movie. Neither do I really, because we already have a decent idea yeah. of what happens, and we you already know we already know the end of it. Yeah, exactly. So un- unless we were to find out. Unless this were to to fall more into that uh, that fan theory that you had explained, yeah, there's no other reason to to go back yeah. and, and do it, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean the that fan the only thing with that fan theory is he would have had to have the face hugger or the xenomorph egg ready to go on those ships, right? Uh, I mean, he could. I mean, well, which to I, me at least should one. take. A few generations to, yeah. to sit there and and go through the different permutations and see what would what, what yeah. develops best. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, he could have, but and with the engineers' technology, because obviously they had the ability to manipulate DNA. Yeah, he would ha- he could have used their technology, which you really don't see outwardly in Covenant. Yeah, no. Yeah. The other thing too is like if you remember back to. Uh, Alien, when they board the ship on LV two forty six, there was a hole in the the engine in the space jockey's chest. Yeah. So technically speaking, on that pl- moon, LV four two six was a moon, right? Is that a moon or is it a planetoid? I think it was a planetoid. They had spacesuits on. It doesn't mean anything. Um, because I mean, he walks on spacesuits and they're on a moon. Um, that's right. I just linked Alien and Star Wars. Uh, in the- not like universes but you know and talking um they so technically on that on whatever lv246 is there could be another variation of a deacon moon orbiting calpurnos no because the deacon doesn't spawn the xenomorph no i'm saying is because technically a deacon came out of uh an engineer and that engineer is there so some i'm saying is on lv246 there could be another variation of this alien of alien on there the difference is the face hugger that got on uh william hurt or john john hurt john hurt uh was the xenomorph face hugger the classic one we know of um i'm just saying by by going by prometheus's rules and the new rules set by ridley scott is technique whatever came out of the space jockey a might be dead uh because years have gone by mm. um but somehow um, oh, you know what? I just thought of something. I just thought of something. Okay, I'm waiting. So David knows the technology that, that the space jockeys use, right? Yeah. The engineers. I wonder if he could use Covenant's uh, scanners to track other locations that they have gone to, and he could drop and infect. Like he could go there and put an egg in there, in place, and like have it kill everything or he could kill everything um, and then leave an egg in place. So next thing comes there because he's just like the, the engineers, they're all about figuring out what this would evolve into. Mm-hmm. If he leaves that there for another alien race to stumble upon, obviously humans did, it would then do that same course of action. Could. Uh, I'm going to submit a, a slightly different theory. Go for it. That would make more sense within the alien uh, movie is that the space jockey, the thing inside the jockey suit, is human. 
is not a space jockey, oh. which would be able to then spawn. So uh, by the end of this, you could literally have them end up on another planet that has engineer spaceships. And in an attempt to escape, one of them dons the uh, the the suits. Gets in the thing, turns it on. Cause turns it on and up. speeds off, but, you know, through, through some other events, had been already infected. infected. Chest More. burst, crash lands on, on the nearest planet, and doesn't realize that that ship has, has David's eggs on it. No, this thing, because just like really Scott even said in that thing I was talking about, when the when the form of it is so xenomorph when that runs out of food and dies, it decomposes into an egg. So I wonder when it dies. But there it, were a lot of eggs on on that ship. Yeah, yeah as I'm saying, there could be mold. Like it could be more than one uh, on there. So when it dies, it turns into it decomposes into the egg that has the face hugger in it. Like because it's, it, it's an endless cycle. That's how it's designed. Then that's what gets a hold of John Hurt. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it could be a chestburster comes out of it. it is a xenomorph. It is because it's from human. Yep, it's from it human. Murders human. everything like they do until they run out of things to murder and eat. Dies, and when they know they're dying, they probably go to a certain place, just like a, unfortunately, like a cat does. Um, It'd be an area that would be sufficient, sufficient for the egg to stay alive. To save life, yes. Which in that ship is. Obviously, a place because that ship is cavernous and has yeah. a spot for it, as we've seen at least twice. Um, yeah, so you, know, you you could be right. Yes, yeah, because we don't see a skeleton; nope. we just see that there's in an area where a chest would be, and we're not that much smaller than the space jockeys um, physically. Um, so, if someone got in that seat that comes up through the thing, we saw the suit gets built around them uh, in that spot because it's probably not a suit you can get up from. It's probably just something to hold you in place, just like if you were. You know, needed yeah. to be because um, he would have to the the pilot of the ship would have to be protected just like the people in the pods were in. We saw in Prometheus because or in well in Alien too because we see the pods are there. Um, so yeah, it could be it definitely could be a human being. Yeah, and it just it, the the ship doesn't know any difference and it no. seals him inside of it. And because we're smaller, we technically fit inside of it without dying and being chopped up in half. Yeah, because if we were bigger, it would just it would, it would form it around would, us. Yeah. and just break you. Um, yeah, you, know, you could be right. Yeah, and it bursts out is a xenomorph, then kills everything else, um, just like xenomorphs have. Because what people don't realize, and we don't, again, hasn't been shown in the movies, but in the source material, a xenomorph can ca- can implant another xenomorph egg in somebody else, um, but it, it can also release a uh, um, one of them because as it evolves, uh, like. I can't remember what species they said it was like. I think it was like frogs, where one of them will change sex and turn into a queen. So mm-hmm. once there's so many of them, they'll selectively decide, d- d- pick who is what. It will change and then morph into a queen. That's how a queen makes, by the way. That's why, say, those those two ovums could be a king and a queen if they just decide what they want to do after they obviously spread their nests uh, through all those many thousands of uh, colonists. Mm-hmm. Um, then they can create eggs which then wait for hosts to adjusted into xenomorphs yep interesting yeah hmm. anyways yeah so that's spoiling covenant for you and give some other shit yeah um and eventually i will be posting that picture that i've sent to several people eh, i might as well post it on friday when the show goes up Do it. uh so you can see the stuff that we were reading off of about the three different 
the the picture I'm talking about is the one Joe's reading details off of for the three different var- variations that cinematically we have seen of this um, this alien, this, the what the black goo leads to, which is the Deacon, which is from Prometheus, the Z- the Neomorph, which is from Covenant slash the Xenomorph, which is also from Covenant as well as Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3 and... Well, not Resurrection. No, no Resurrection has... No, Alien 3 and, and everything Don't on. exist, it's I'm not, saying, but they were in Alien 3. Part of the, yeah. yeah, not anymore. They're erased. Um, thank fucking God. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Xenomorph, which is featured in Aliens, Alien, and the last half of Covenant, those three uh, alien types will be on that picture I will post on the Facebook page on Friday, along with this episode. All right. Boom. Um, there's some other stuff to talk about, but we are an hour and a half in, so we might as well just uh, quit now because Mike will complain if we go over that. Right. He'll complain about this anyways because we're like, we're talking for too long. People aren't going to listen. Um, I don't care if they listen as long as they download. Um, there's any numbers. Uh, I mean, comment on Facebook and shit too. Uh, but other than that, did you get anything else? No, I think we're good. I don't got nothing else. I mean, I have plenty else, but I'm not going to say anything else. Um, so that's it for this week's episode. It comes naturally. We are Joe. That's a mic. And I'm Cody. And as usual, you fuckers just came naturally. Yeah. Yeah.